Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I am Jessica Jordan. And I'm Marcy Jaro. And we're reunited. And it feels so good. Um, we're still not with Trisha. I know. This is like a funny summer adventure. I know. She's, you don't know what you're going to get every week. She's so, she's doing so much busy, like hard. She's like, oh my God. Building a house. Yeah. This is like a, that thing where your life all happens at once. Yeah. I mean, Trisha's life has been happening, and she's doing but the great. Past five years has been like a, just a beautiful and exciting time. Yeah, when we met, um, when we met you and I, it was through Trisha yeah. and uh, the amazing show she wrote. And uh, yeah, she and Eugene were living in a cute little back house, and like to think about just. I remember she was like, oh, "I wrote a pilot. I don't know if it's in." Then like just to watch her fast forward. She's uh, doing everything, guys. They both are. Um, it makes me really happy. And yeah, they're moving into a beautiful home and have a baby, and they're busy, 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 busy. Yeah, they're doing great. So she needs this time to not talk about, yeah. <laughs> I guess, the Kardashians. I don't know why. I guess that's not like a huge priority for yeah. her in her day-to-day life right now, which is super odd Weird from her. our perspective, because it's certainly I have time for it. <laughs> I have too much time for it. I've picked up new other reality shows what are the reality shows well i don't know if we've ever talked about it but i love born this way no do you know what born this way is okay it, it, when i was on the plane this last weekend i clicked on it but it was a commercial and i was too scatterbrained and i didn't wait for it so i i think it's on a and e it used to be on tlc and okay. then i think it did well enough they bumped it up to a and e so it's a show about six or seven uh young adults between the ages of like 20 and I don't know how old John is. He could be 30, 40. I have no idea. But so they're like young uh, people with Down syndrome. And ah, it just sort of right. follows them through this center that, out of Los Angeles yeah. where they, it's called Leaps with a Z and Bounds. I like how you said that Z. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they put it there. So I'm going to give it to them. I em. know. I appreciate uh, it. And it, it, just to be upfront, it is not a show that I watch to make fun of people with Down syndrome. I would never, of course, that. but <laughs> I think that might be people's worry with a show like that. Because any reality show, you must think, oh, they're kind of making fun of these blank right. people by default. Yeah. yeah, and it's not. It's really inspirational. They're all amazing people. They're all funny. They all have like, they're you. God, you can just. It's so interesting because they're so honest. Yeah, like just by the nature of having. Um, uh, like Down syndrome, that their cognitive uh, uh, abilities are different than maybe what you say the average IQ or whatever. But like, yeah, they're not dumb, and like they understand. Like the way that they talk is so honest and we- real. Like they don't censor themselves in yeah. the way that that any like that like you or I, a non Down syndrome person, would like at least like they're just like saying what they think all the time. Wow, and they are so horny. <laughs> Except for John. John not. is not horny. John's not horny at all. He's a rapper and he's not horny. Uh, but everyone else is so just horny and they don't have a great understanding of what sex is. And the so I'm in like season three of it right now. Okay. And it's truly like it'll make me cry. It makes me laugh so much just because they're all so like yeah, it's just the raw it's a rawness that you it you it cannot be faked. I did not, just, would not have guessed this. Uh, and God, they were like learning about sex because one of the, uh, there's a couple in the show and they are engaged to be married and like eventually move in together. And there's other ones who are like, they're all, like I said, also horny and they all like, <laughs> like uh, each other. Uh, and 
one of the Megan, who's I would call her the hot one. Okay. Uh, she's 23. She w- graduated from college. She has her own business. Uh-huh. Uh, she's doing great. Uh, she had a boyfriend long term. She broke up with him for someone else. That didn't work out. He it was his first girlfriend, and all of a sudden he wanted to play the field whenever he got his first girlfriend. I was like, how typical. Uh, and so they're in, they're all in this sex sexual education class, which is very like very frank because they're all grown ups. They're not treating them like children, right. but they are like being very clear with them about things. Yeah. And she raises her hand. And it's so funny because moments before it cuts to her mom and all the other moms sitting around drinking. And her mom's like, I kind of feel bad. I may have misled Megan about a few things about sex. And then you, <gasps> it cuts back to Megan. She raises her hand and she goes, can you be allergic to a penis? Oh, and the lady's no. like, I don't understand. She's like, well, can a, do, do, do penises have gluten? Because she's gluten-free. She has a gluten intolerance. No. So her mom told her that penises have gluten. Okay, that's. That ain't right. Well, her mom told I think it's because it's not just to make sure that her child doesn't have sex, so that her child doesn't get taken advantage of. I get it. So that her mom. It's like her, an easy solve in a sense. Yeah, to, if you can't explain sure. that people will take advantage of you yeah. because, because like she feels so empowered. Right. Like, and I can't imagine like how you, <laughs> yeah, how you are trying to think of, think of ways to solve that, right? It was just truly so comedic because you could tell that Megan. <laughs> That's good editing too. Also, you, you could tell that she was like, I don't know about this. She, you knew she wasn't, she's not like, like I said, she's not. She graduated college. She's uh, doing well. It has her own business. She's not stupid. Sure. She, she was like, "Let me ask you something." Yeah, so my mom told me, <laughs> and it was just delightful. I have to watch this show. It's really like so sweet. And uh, I, I had no it. idea. I love it a lot. Well, that'll be our spinoff podcast, completely disconnected from Kardashian. Oh my god. Well, if anyone out there is watching it, I, yeah, I let know, us know. I just want to say, I really want in my heart to be Megan. However, I worry sometimes I'm a Christina, and when it comes down to it, I'm probably a Rachel. <laughs> Out of context, it's so great. <laughs> Rachel is so cute. She's the cutest one on the show because she, like, really wants a boyfriend, but it's not smooth at all. And uh, she got, like, everyone's like, Rachel's so sweet. Because there's a couple, like, uh, Elena is one girl who, like, is a, maybe a little aggressive <laughs> to her mom. I think she's actually a sociopath. Like, I was, I Googled, can people with Down syndrome have uh, psychopathy? So, like, uh, and, Googling it. And Google has nothing to say about it. Uh, <laughs> because I'm like, she's really manipulative, and I think she understands how to work people. Mm. Uh, but she, like, hit her mom in an episode, and then her mom was talking to, uh, you don't know any, but this guy's, it's so good. Her mom was talking to Rachel's mom. Rachel is You very are lit up sweet. like a Christmas tree. It's been so over the show. Uh, Rachel's very sweet, and and her mom's like, "Well, Rachel's not perfect. Uh, she we had an issue with her. She uh, was stealing, and she's like, oh no, yes, yeah, she was stealing food from her coworkers.' Oh. <laughs> I just I was like, that's so something that's like really like, benign. That is the worst, but also like the most embarrassing thing to get caught stealing your. Co- she would go to her coworkers' desk and steal their snacks. And they had him a talk she with her. Sounds like a snake. But they had to be like, well, she's a sweet one. No, uh, but they had to be like, you can go to jail for that. And I was no. like, well, you, the way you're explaining this. Anyway, it's a great show. The, and it's like blanket lies that everybody is using <laughs> to just like manage. They're just like, how can I make you understand this uh, so that you don't do it again? But oh. Well, okay. Well, speaking anyway. of horny, um, 
We got to talk about your and Nicole's no. episode. No. We'll, we'll get, okay, yeah. Uh, what it, I just wanted to say <laughs> that I missed you, obviously, last week, uh, and that it was a delightful episode, and it was uh, it was racy, and I loved it. We can talk about it later I know. Want. I wanted to put, like, an, uh, a rating on it. No, <laughs> I, was I like, hope it was, it's, it was a great surprise, and I, it gave me a pep talk to myself where I said, hey, go there a little more, girl. <laughs> oh. It sounded so in, unnatural when I just said it so clearly Girl, about you, you know what there. you talk about sex too. You know it was so funny because I was telling you that there uh, there was a part that cut out that we had to like yeah. jump back into, and it was basically Nicole offering to show her vagina to <laughs> our guest engineer. <laughs> that day this guy Dave uh and it was so funny and he was like oh no it cut out so we tried to jump back into it but I was like I can't recreate that honest moment it's of just her a being private like, moment you guys got to have oh, it was, forever she's a real she's a real wild child it's a true delight it was a delightful episode uh I was sad to not get to be there I think everyone got like a good understanding of what my friendship with Nicole. I will say that is I have known you guys as like BFFs for a long time and I, I've been around you guys many times, but it was that thing that's like very cool to hear where you really like, it's like when you hear someone with their siblings or their parent, you know, you see this other facet of yeah. like, oh, that's what they're like in this, in this moment. She's a hot air balloon and I'm the sandbags. And <laughs> <laughs> away. Well, it was, it was a uh, delightful. I uh, thought you guys were uh, so fun. So you were out of town last week because you was. were in New York New City, York City and Montauk and right? Montauk. Yeah. So we went out, um, uh, Tim and I went out for the Del Close Marathon, which is an insane improv weekend that lots of people might know. And also lots of people might not know. Um, I mean, I hope more people don't know. Than yeah. Do it's know. a bad thing to know. Just, no, <laughs> just, no, just because like, I, I think that our audience is maybe not a real improv yes, savvy audience. I think that's true. So good for them. Good for them. Good for you guys. And the way you've spent the last 10 years of your life. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've had so many nervous breakdowns in the past five months about this. It's cool. We make them up. Oh, God. Um, it, so, yeah, once a year, uh, the UCB Theater hosts a 72-hour uh, nonstop improv festival in New York I'm City. I'm glad you said it was 72 hours because I will give it any amount of hours. I will say 36, 52. I think it's 72. I think you're right. I just never I've know. I've been saying it lately. So I think it's 72. And it's um, so that literally means 5 a.m. shows. 9 a.m. shows and uh, college improv students come and very senior, established, famous people come and it's like this big kind of hullabaloo and uh, it involves staying it's, out very late, especially like if you're from New or from L.A. Improv's version of Burning Man? Yes, I would say, yeah, especially L.A. people, L.A. improvisers tend to go out and like really lose their mind because um, the time difference works in our favor and it's expensive and you have to fly yourself out usually and so you're just like, and you're staying in like tiny hotel rooms. So it's like this annual thing where, like, if you're me, you, you're you're like, I can't go. I can't punish my body. I can't go do that. And then it rolls around, and your team goes, or your friends go, and you go, and then you punish your body. And then yeah. you're like, I'll never go again. Um, and it was very fun. I had a great time. Uh, I had fun with my team. We had good shows. Um, but then, yeah, what was a thing that we learned was that to try and build in some sort of other trip, even if it's like a day or two, just yeah. something so that you're not like – a total corpse. So after DCM, as a, a pretty worn out person, we rented a car, we drove out on that long, long island, and we went to Montauk for two nights 
um, which neither of us had really been to. He'd like driven through it before, but I'd never been in that area at all. Um, and then we drove through the Hamptons and spent a day like bopping around the Hamptons because yeah. I always wanted to see it. And you went to which Hamptons? The, the all of the Hamptons. All the Hamptons. The north, the south, the east, the west. Great. Uh, and the bridge. And the bridge. <laughs> and the Sag Harbor and all of them. Um, and they are just like so opulent and so nice and like truly the richest looking place I've ever seen in my life. It's really nice out there. It's so nice where you're like, oh, this is why if you just like own a own the world you live here like i get it and i have a home there you have a home there yeah like it was like uh so stunningly nice and so truly like opulent and white feeling too it was insane i just was like this is exactly where you're kind of like well i know it's a very nice place and i've seen it on like a million real housewives and kardashians and everything but to actually see it i was like oh the hamptons is like i get it it's the hamptons yeah so fancy so fancy, but also, also like kind of like a bit like qu- pretend quaint, you know, like I think that's what was funny to me. I got to say, though, as someone who's been to the Hamptons and now is in California, Laguna, better. <gasps> Interesting take. Have you been down to Laguna? I love Laguna. I, I think the- I maybe just know it and like yeah. it just East Coast, especially like East Coast summertime is so other planet to me. Like yeah. as someone who just didn't, who grew up in California, like that look of like all of the green and yeah. like white like white little houses with red doors like it just looks like another planet yeah. it's so pretty in this like you know otherworldly way i think you and tim should get down to charlotte sometime i would love to i think you would like that i think i would too i think i would love it, the, it and those beaches over there and stuff it was so nice it was so nice yeah well we were continuing continuing to edge closer to being like full-fledged nautical people <laughs> our hotel was like fully nautical themed there was a there was like a shadow box of the wall with uh like different types of knots in it <laughs> and the room was just like navy blue and white themed that's i like that that's a it good was look. very good it was very nautical and it had like a little harbor and a little bay and stuff but it was great it was really great um and then you came back yes and then we came back uh Late on Tuesday night, I've been working, went back into work, and then this insane week of travel. We booked two trips, ended up being very close together for a multitude of very silly reasons. And on Saturday morning, we leave to go to Hawaii. <gasps> I didn't realize you were going to Hawaii. Yes, we're going to Hawaii. We're going to the Big Island. How long are you going to be in Hawaii? The first through the sixth. Oh my God. That's I know. It's going to be so great. It's pretty wild. I've never been to the Big Island. Neither but... have we. That was the one uh, that I was going to plan a birthday trip in October to. Uh, and then this came together uh, with some friends, and we were like, let's just go now. That's Why not? That's going to be so nice. I'm really excited. But it just has meant for, like, two of the silliest weeks of my life. We were just like, I guess let's just be these people. Like, that's not our lives that we're like, ugh, Hamptons, <laughs> Hawaii. Like, yeah. it's just we don't quite live like that, um, even though we project a very big vacation vibe. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you dress like you're at a luau. <laughs> <laughs> it's very silly. Uh, so uh, we had something funny happen on the way in here. Oh, we have to talk about it. So we're uh, recording. You have to, yeah, you have to start. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. I at, came in late at the Nerdist. Uh, shout out to the Nerdist. The rules. Shout out. Thanks for having us. Thanks for uh, having us. And uh, there was a, a very attractive. He gentleman. was. He was very very put together. I would say like a a WeHo seven. <laughs> yes, that's a fair. That's yeah, a very that's very high. fair. Yeah. Um. So very attractive man in a not quite tank top, a cap sleeve shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like a cool cap sleeve. 
Uh, and he immediately outside as I was walking in was like, are, can I, are, where are you, you're going in there? Uh, what are you, uh, where are this you going This is on Sunset in Boulevard for people who don't know where we are. This is like the beginning of like the Sunset Strip across yeah. from the Guitar Center. Like this is like the most you Hollywood. Will, when you tour here, you will pass by here. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he was like, oh, what are you, are you going in there? What are you, what are you doing in there? And I was like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I, I thought he worked here and he was looking for me. That's, Like yeah. the way he was speaking, it made me think, oh, someone told me to be on the lookout for you. Yeah. But that was not it. I went inside, found you. We were trying to figure out where to go. He, you go to the bathroom. I leave to go to the bathroom. He comes back and he's like, okay. So I am not into comic books yet, but I really want to be into comic books. And he's like, I feel like I want to make my own comic. He's like, I just did an album. I'm about to be very rich. C and I just did a song together. Uh, <laughs> oh, I miss this. Yeah. And just for frame of reference, this is an enormous comic book store. Yes, yes. Uh, and so he has some comic books in his hand. Yeah, and he's like, so C and I did a big a song. I'm about to be very rich. And I was like, well, congratulations. <laughs> he said that. And then uh, then like, I came back. He's got two comic books. He's like, I, okay. I, I just to pause. I think the same thing Marcy thinks, that I assume that this man works here and that he's because Marcy, he's like helping Marcy figure out where we're supposed to record. So I come up like, great. And I, I have I no look, idea. I I'm, look you right in the eye <laughs> as if to signal I thought you gave me a funny look too, and I was like, "Well, this guy's helping us. What's the deal?" Uh, and no. then what did he say from there? He was- well, he started asking us if we ha- could weigh in. Well, he was asking us to weigh in on his comic book choices. But did you also? He also was like, "I was going to ask this boy over there, but I can't really be seen talking to little boys." And yes, I was, was like, "Wait a minute, like, you can't ask a little six year old boy about this." And it was immediately off and to then, the races. And then it was like, uh, "God," he was like. And then he asked you, he was like, oh, uh, how do I know you? Your eyes. Your, your eyes, eyes are familiar. Your eyes. I, and that's when I started to be like, oh, I don't think this guy works here. No. And I think he's crazy. He's like, you're either an actress or a lawyer. <laughs> Actually, I need a lawyer. <laughs> because he's in so much trouble. And then he's, we tried to deflect and said, you know, we don't think we can help you really. We're here to record a podcast. Oh, that's great. You know what I need? I, a podcast. I need a podcast. I need a podcast. Because I'm in a lot of trouble I'm embroiled right in a huge PR nightmare. I've been on Perez Hilton. Oh my god! My mom blocked me, and blocked I said, me. "On what? <laughs> Our phone? I didn't know." Uh, he said he was in a huge PR crisis. She thinks I'm a heroin addict. Do I look like I'm on heroin? And I say, <laughs> "Turn, turn around." around. <laughs> he showed us his arms, and then he had three huge red marks, and he was like, "Oh, I, oh not these." But he didn't look like he was. Yeah, he just was like, like a babbling. This is hard to explain, though. We're not. This is not like typical Hollywood crazy looking. Because this looks like a guy who would be like truly he, living in WeHo, normal man. He looks like someone who produced an uh, a really hit song with Sia. And uh, maybe he did. But then I'm I... Not, I'm not going to pretend like people in the music industry cannot be as crazy as Absolutely. He was. But then I made a huge, a critical error. <laughs> <laughs> a critical error. And I could feel myself teetering. And I was like, don't do it. Don't you dare. And I said, well, what happened? Uh, meaning the PR crisis. Yeah. And he said, well. <laughs> I knew I made, better. I made the mistake of saying something political on Twitter. About, and then Marcy got the best part. Well, he said, well, he said, I, I uh, he, what was it? He insulted Hillary Clinton. Uh-huh. He's like, and then early on in the campaign, before I knew any better, I made, I, I, I took up for, and he called him. <laughs> Tronald 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 Tump. 
he took he he took up for he made excuses for Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and by this time, by the way, you have to understand, Marcy and I fully have our backpacks. We are walking away. We've been signaled and brought into the correct space, and we're like and he said, desperately well, what trying kind to exit. Of podcast are you about to do? And, uh, and and we said a Kardashian podcast, and he goes, "Well, I have a lot to say about that too." I, what did he say? I told I I told Kanye to, to go fuck to himself go fuck himself on Snapchat, and he has a small penis. Bye. <laughs> we walked into this room to record, and we're like, "What happened?" Uh, we <laughs> were ten full minutes of just like. A, a valve of crazy <laughs> shooting at both of us and us just like so clearly trying to signal each other and make sense of like a straight up lunatic. But sometimes, you know, I will really indulge that. Yeah. I will really, I mean, usually not as much because he just wanted to talk so much. Yeah. I like when I have to dig it out of him a little bit. Oh. He was a real nut job. It was a delight. If people, look, if anyone knows him, uh, he he, was, he delighted us. And we, <laughs> he, he was very eager for us to know that he, he seemed like he must be famous, but I did not recognize him. Oh, and he I probably is. I don't trust, I am so overly confident that I know every famous person, which is insane. Well, I'm getting older and there's lots of young famous people I don't know. But also know. people, they're behind the scenes famous yes. people like people who would be a producer or you know something so well, and they're not like f- they're not famous but they're wealthy and like people in the know would know them well we'll later do some google searching i don't care <laughs> i don't care who he is he well was- he got a lot of our attention and he got some attention here yes uh, i mean he got what he wanted he, he got what he wanted he let everyone know that kanye has a little penis um tonald Tunnel Tump. <laughs> and it, he wasn't saying it like, oh, Tunnel Tump. He was trying to say Donald. Like, he didn't even notice that he, he was said Tunnel. He talking too fast. He didn't know yeah, what was he happening. He had so much. I mean, if I don't know. His mom's probably wrong that he does heroin because that seemed like crystal nah, meth. A different <laughs> drug altogether. He's on the Tina. Ooh, is that what that's called? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think people in the clubs call it Tina. That's a good name. Well, I like you know. it. Uh, okay, let's just jump into yeah. some stuff. Yeah, we got a lot to discuss. Oh my gosh. There's a lot to discuss. There was a scandal today. Oh yeah, do you want to do the scandal today? I feel... Well, also we should say that since it's the 4th of July next week, we oh, are yes. recording a little early, so yes. we're saying today, and it'll oh. be old news to you next Yeah, you week. guys will be like dusting, this will be like a cobwebbed covered old, old, olden tale <laughs> from long ago, um, but it's worth discussing. Um, yeah, they're, they're in the realm of, uh, particularly Kendall, but Kendall and Kylie backlash. Um, there was a big one that bubbled up in the last couple of days, um, which is that they released, um, under their joint line, this line of t-shirts, uh, that are truly hilariously stupid. Like I like Kendall and Kylie's clothes just fine. Their normal line. It's fine. But it is like their old Instagrams on yes. top of, I don't know if it's just musicians but like, it is it's just i think it, it's just musicians it's like because there was an an ozzy osbourne one but like so some of them are like actual band shirts like yes. what you would get at a concert right uh and they're like vintage Ugh. and then like other, rocker shirts basically. yeah but some had like the notorious big and yes. tupac and other and people immediately when they came out people were like no and didn't like them but then it also appears that they did not even clear them how 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 which is just like how can this family have the best business managers in the world and the worst business managers are they in the world? really just saying because maybe they don't have to maybe I they mean, don't maybe yeah. they don't have to maybe they're just copying someone else's design that's what my assumption and, was and like we talked about in a couple weeks ago that it, it's 
so hard to bring a case against uh, copywritten stuff that is yes. in the design world because it's not. There's no yeah. way to do it. So are they just like, fuck everyone, we'll do what we can? That's some balls, though. And that was a, not even balls. It's nasty. It's like, so the, basically, I mean, it got so pronounced that uh, Biggie's mom. Oh, Biggie's mom said. Violetta, is that her name? Violetta Wallace. She put up a post basically saying, like, this is not licensed by the family estate and was, like, horrified and, like, wrote a huge thing about, like, this is my son's memory. I don't know who these, like, how dare they? Like, incensed. It really is. Because, like, that's someone who was murdered. I mean, and just think. He was murdered. He was gunned down and killed in his prime. And then these little twats. Two white girls from Calabasas who, I get it. They got very famous. Can no one, can they not think for a second, is this cool? Is this cool? It's like, I, it just, I guarantee you, they probably didn't even know what happened. Like, it has so, it is so outside the realm. It just feels like a but bunch of just opportunists. But you know that, you, that if someone did the same to them, they would flip out. It's true. If they, if someone took their likeness and did that, they would go insane. It's the faces of other famous people. It makes me think Chris is slipping. I, I mean, I will say this. It's pretty unbelievable this soon after the Pepsi debacle and the, like, st- design stealing. Like, this is kind of turning into, like, a long this is a long stretch of like pretty ugly PR yeah I mean I kind of feel good because Kim gets to be the queen I know it's and it is like <laughs> those even little though, youngins aren't taking her throne <laughs> it's like it is very like this one is Kendall and Kylie but it is like Kendall and it it's like this reign of just like yeah. really awful awful business decisions so having said all that today they both issued the same apology yeah um, on their like stupid notes app and like took them down and they're not for sale. So they're gone. That's uh, good. So should I read Kylie's? Yeah, that? yeah, read it, read it. So I'll read Kylie and you can read Kendall. I think it's the same. Oh. I think they literally just posted the same okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then we won't read both. Yeah. Uh, these, okay, so <laughs> these designs were not well thought out and we deeply apologize to anyone that has been upset <laughs> and or offended, especially to the families of the artists. We are huge fans of their music, and it was not our intention to disrespect these cultural icons in any way. The t-shirts have been pulled from retail, and all images have been removed. We will use this as an opportunity to learn from these mistakes, and again, we are very sorry. I mean, that's an apology. Just, you don't, you know, it's, I've said it before, if you have a diverse group of people working with you, you can ask them, and yeah. then you don't have to apologize constantly. <laughs> your face right now. Then you can just stop with your stupid apologies. Oh God. Well, uh, I'm embarrassed for them, and I think it's they should be. So I, I'm very curious, like if this makes me think that there needs to be like a circle the wagons moment of like, also, what is, what is running? What, what's happening? Yeah. You guys got to shut it down for go on vacation. <laughs> what is your, happening? I get the, it. Yeah, I like money too. Sell, but like, sell one house, take a year off, chill figure out. it out. Cause let me just say that even without, but even if they had gotten permission, a right. picture of Kendall's face on top Mortifying. of the notorious B.I.G. And Ozzy. Wait, what like, is it even saying? Nothing. Is it saying that we are your new icons? icons? Like, what is it? It's just fucking... literally saying, do you like this? Is this like? I like how I have been thinking about this for a while, how everything is so like we have like a certain amount of. Not just the youth, everyone. Where words mean nothing to anyone. Any nothing mean. No one's thinking about the meaning of things. Yeah. 
I have, cause I have a few friends that kind of speak in slang and taglines, and I'm like, it's meaningless. What you're saying is meaningless. If you say OMG dead after every fucking statement someone says, it is meaningless. Of course. It is, people need to start thinking about things again. At all. What am I saying? It is like the one thing that I, that, and I'm always screaming it at like an improv 101 student who's just like, what? And I'm like, you need to think about what you are trying to say right now because as an artist, that is how you find your voice. When you figure out what you think is interesting, you have to uh, understand it yourself before you can give it to other people. And I like, like that voice. Uh, but it doesn't matter. And it's all stupid. But well, they're so annoying. It's bad. But there's more to there's more to go through. Okay. We got more headlines because there was actually like a lot, a lot of stuff this week. Um, but Chloe's you, birthday. Chloe's birthday. She and Trist, Tristan was wearing a leopard print. Yeah, shirt. I think were they like kind of coordinating? Or... Oh, that's a bad sign. I think. It Can was I co- say that's a very bad sign? I mean, there's definitely a thing happening right now where they're like unveiling Tristan and Chloe, like post. Is post... he going to be in season fourteen? Look, I will put my I will put money on it right now. I just I already told you guys a few weeks ago, Tyler. Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium, does not think this is a long-term, uh, this is not the end, it's not the the ending love of her life. It feels like, I, I have not felt this until right now, until her birthday photos for some reason, but like it suddenly felt like very performative. Yeah. Where I was just like, this feels like it's for the photo. Like mm-hmm. the way they're posing, the feel of it, like it didn't feel like I know nothing, but it just felt like, aren't we beautiful? And Chloe looked like an unrecognizable stick. That picture she posted of herself with the long blonde hair, it I don't even recognize. I mean, her. she and it's a different just, woman. She just photoshopped it though. That's what that's oh. like the thing that's insane. It's not like oh she got some work done. It's like Chloe, you need to figure out how you can like yourself. It just felt that way. Like it was yeah. felt like a. It felt the photos of her and Tristan from that. If it, it truly to me felt like the unveiling of like the Swan TV show. Like I'm done. Oh god. Here is the final stage. I am now showing my perfect superstar basketball boyfriend, and we're out together in public, and I'm thinner than ever. And it was like everyone knows that feeling of when you're like you feel that good or you feel yeah. better than you ever felt or you lost all the weight or whatever the thing is. But it's just like, there was something about it that just felt like, I don't know. It just bummed me out. It didn't look like warm and, and birthday and like love. I think she might be the most fucked up Kardashian. I mean, at least Rob understands that like, he's got like, he, like his demons are right there with him. Yeah. And hers are buried so deep. She doesn't even see how they're like puppet masters. We never, her. they never talk about them. And yeah, there was just she like. She is being controlled. And, and I think before when it was like, like Chloe, at like her, like what she would call flat, fat Chloe. Oh yeah. When she was just Enormous. like kind of all, yeah, when she was a whole size eight. <laughs> when she was like lashing out at people, that wasn't good either. Mm-mm. And then this swing in the other direction where she's way more controlled, but like kind of empty like it's but you zoom out and it's like what is this empire like what is this like i get that they all had to find a thing but like i do think it's easy and and like chloe seemed good and happy on the season and like we said like she was really back in this cool way but there's just this meat to me this like long-term question of like everything is built around like physical everything as it is for all of them but like her weight loss stuff her body stuff like and there was something about those photos that really like stopped me in my tracks of like Oh, you're like a different 
human. You yeah. like shed a whole person and you are this other woman. And I've seen her on the arm of many an NBA player, but I don't know what it was. I was like, well, it Tristan just mean, is beautiful. Tristan, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Is that like He's Lamar like, had that like sad puppy dog, like kind of goofy thing and or has. And and I don't know. And like even French Montana and the other men she's dated have this sort of like there is something kind of goofier. And there's something about just this like chiseled, stunning, like beautiful basketball, like hunk. That was just sort of like, yeah, oh, like you, trophy. you like alpha'd up really hard. Yeah. Like you are alpha-ing so hard. And I'm not saying that Chloe's not great and wonderful. I'm just saying like it makes me feel like, oh, you don't feel that good. Yeah, it didn't feel like shiny and bright. And, and I bet she like wants to be like, this is me. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm that's so what happy. it felt yeah. like. But yeah, it looks like they had a really nice birthday party <laughs> at Craig's, which is where everything is happening at Craig's. Oh, I've... God. Are we going to jump to Lamar or Chris? I don't know. Well, Chris, let's just talk about it quickly because I don't even want to talk about it, really. It's too gross. <laughs> okay. Is so it gross? I don't Chris, know. Chris, page six, reported that it was not a blind item. It was no. Very, uh, very seen. Chris was seen at, what's it called? Craig's, which is a restaurant bar. I looked it up today because it, I just happened to notice in the way that that happens a lot where you're like, oh, the same place, like Mr. Nice Guy or whatever. Like uh-huh. there's like the same five places that they clearly have a deal with that they're suddenly having all their events at. Yeah. So Craig's is clearly where they're, because they had Chloe's birthday there and then this Chris news item was from there too. So she was seen holding hands with David Foster, who is <laughs> Yolanda Yolanda from The Real Housewives. You know, you may know her as the woman with Lyme disease. Uh, and and Bella. Uh, Bella and Gigi, Gigi. And Anwar. Don't forget Anwar. Yeah. She's the mother of those beautiful model babies. Uh, that's her ex-husband is David Foster, who is an amazing uh, producer, uh, musical producer. And he's produced like everyone everything you've ever yeah. heard of your childhood yeah um huge 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 megastar but he seems like a cold and callous man well and he became increasingly a presence on real housewives of beverly hills for anyone that watches and and it became you know then it became his storyline was always very odd because he was kind of a he's kind of a dork who would like force everybody to have a, like these music nights that i mean <laughs> to make people sit around and listen to you play music what if i did that with improv scenes <laughs> it is like that you know what's funny Marcy? i've never been able to crack the code which is just like i'm always like well yeah but he's so good and so famous and like if i was like david foster maybe i would want to do that but it is the idea of saying like i know it's a strange parallel but it's like it is like saying like would you all sit down i'd like to do something for you it's so I have crazy. a bit of my slam poetry to read to you <laughs> uh, and like it's... what if someone was like i'm going to bake a pie for you right now <laughs> like it's just crazy i can see how like I could see how, like, if you wanted to play for people while they're enjoying their knives. Sure. Like, uh, no, but he's his whole thing is like, like, everybody stop. And like, and then, and, and it made and, me always love like uh, Kyle and them because they'd be like side eyeing, like, all right, <laughs> like, okay. stop talking. Jeez. Uh, I'm one of those people that I'm like, music in the background, it is not the focus. Or of tell anything. me we're coming over to like have a concert, like, don't invite me over for a cocktail party and then shush me and make me sit on the carpet <laughs> and watch you, like, ugh, it just is too much. So, I, I've always thought David Foster was a bit of a dork. Uh, not my cup of tea. And like him and Yolanda's relationship was always just really weird to me. And also while she was sick, he was sort of cool about it. He was yeah. very, not cool in a good way, like cold a bit. Yeah. I was, I was sad that they divorced because they seemed very in love. And well, like, she seemed to really love him. Yes. Agreed. She loved being his wife. Exactly. I think it was a good fit from her for her. Um, but now, apparently, the rumor is that he is maybe with Chris holding so, hands. I just, I just mean, does, do we think that's why Corey just vanished from the season? Corey has been an employee this whole <laughs> you will never time. Budge. He, I mean, they <laughs> do might. Do you believe that they were a couple? 
Yeah, but I still think he's an employee. Yeah, so you think he's just I, sitting at a, the security desk well, watching the cameras? <laughs> what I think is, I think she, uh, I. I think she doesn't care that much yeah. and that he is there to serve her. Yeah. And, and that she doesn't think of him as an equal necessarily. Right. He's someone to make her feel good. Right. And that if like she just can fawn all over her. Yeah. And if she can bag David Foster, she Why would not? love to. Cause I do think that she, I mean, she clearly by choosing Bruce back in the day, or Robert uh, Kardashian. Or Robert. Like, she chooses. Those are enormous, again, to use, like, alphas. Like, she those likes are, her older daddy. Yes. Who's, like, has, an, has a huge career of their own. And so, it like, it does make sense that, like, post Bruce, Caitlin, that, like, Corey, of course, like, if you have that's Corey. That's a fun rebound person. And they're coming out of a, like, how long? 25-year, 26-year marriage? But like, they are still together. Because if this David Foster thing doesn't work out, she needs someone to film with. <laughs> Well, we know David Foster doesn't mind being on camera. No, that's probably why he's dead. They're so... It's going to be a mess. I I can't wait. I just want one of them to ever be with a guy who's any good. I know. I mean, what if suddenly... Can you imagine if a blind item hit that was like... It would never, but it was like Chris holding hands with like a pediatric oncologist. I, The only person (laughs) I could think of before you said a pediatric oncologist... Was Anderson Cooper. Oh, my God. Can I tell you? I saw Anderson Cooper yesterday. Where did you see Anderson Cooper? At that Cooper? Stella Barra. Um, I, right at the Arclight, which is, like, right by the CNN building. And I was laughing so hard because he was sitting alone at a table at the front. Beautiful. Stunning. Like, but also in a way that I'm sure you've seen celebrities do this. It's my favorite thing. It, that's a huge place. For anybody who doesn't know it, it's, like, an enormous restaurant right on Sunset next to the Arclight movie theater. Brick oven pizza. Brick oven pizza. Uh, a huge bar. And he was seated at a table right at the front, like the most visible facing everybody. And he had like papers and a brief, like a, a case open. And like, he looked like he had set designed his like, like oh, this scoop is killing me. <laughs> it looked like a cartoon journalist sitting there being like with his glasses in his mouth, like, oh, Anderson Cooper just on the job over here. <laughs> I was like, buddy, there are so many tables. It is mid, it was like two midday Fully empty, and he was like in the most visible spot. And it's my favorite thing when celebrities Have do that. Have you ever been to Brooklyn Water Bagel in Beverly Hills? Which no, is, I've heard of it. It's Larry King's bagel <laughs> shop, and he. I've been because I used to work with a manager out in Beverly Hills. So uh-huh. like afterwards, I would go. Uh, I'd be like, oh my goodness, because they are great bagels. I've heard, yeah. These coasters love our bagels. So I'd go in, like I've been in probably like four times, and three of the four times I've been in, (laughs) Larry King is sitting in the first booth (laughs) wearing suspenders with blue jeans, looking like a skeleton. Nothing is funnier. His place, of he's course. proud of it. Um, it's like I saw Jay Leno like puttering around uh, Burbank in his like denim two piece uh, in like an old <laughs> his car, and Canadian I was like, tuxedo. yeah, and I was like, perfect. The mayor of Burbank. Anyways, good luck to Chris and David Foster. <laughs> I, I can't wait till next season. I don't think it has longevity. I think you're right. I think he's an egomaniac. So let's bounce back to Lamar woof. on Wendy Williams. Woof, woof. Tell me your thoughts. I <sighs> thought it was wonderful. I so so Lamar Odom was on Wendy Williams. I I don't watch Wendy Williams ever. She's always struck me as delightfully insane and too much. She is the Barbara Walters with huge knockers. I'm always distracted by those boobs and how she tall loves she is. Them. Oh yeah, I mean she clearly. loves them. They're fake. She loves them. They're she loves everything. So about so big. So I'm always just too distracted by Wendy and her whole thing. Um, but this was Lamar Odom came on this week and he looked amazing. He stepped out. 
And I texted He's you this. He's wearing a three-piece suit. A, like pale blue. With this like pale blue suit. With like a suit. lavender shirt. Oh, and I gasped. He looked so... He he looks like he's, he's lost some weight. Yeah. He looks like his eyes were like glittering. He looked so healthy and happy and like it's giving me goosebumps. It was yeah. like I, it too, I didn't know what to expect. Wendy Williams immediately starts crying. starts crying and I felt validated because it was so She cried. Just, she cried a lot yes. during that. He she did was, not shed one tear. She was a wreck. They she said at the top he gave her no off limits. Yeah. That he said that she could talk about anything. She is the Barbara Walters with big knockers. Oh my god, and it was guys if you have not watched this interview, Go watch it. 16 minutes. do yourself a favor. He talks about primarily about his own stuff, his yeah. own health, his own sobriety. They talk about the night of the of the brothel and the hotel stay. And he he talks about Chloe a good bit. And, but all of it is just from this place of like, he's sober is the headline. Well, well I, I have an issue with people who, who say sober and who say drink. they're sober and they're still drinking. I agree. I think because it's that's such a slippery slope. Yes, and I think it's. Uh, I mean, he definitely. Seemed... And I think most people in any recovery would be like, "Well, you're not sober if you're using something else." I agree, and I was bummed when when uh, she asked him that. She, to her credit, and you know this, I'm I'm very hard on all interviewers because it's a thing I have gotten paid to do in my life, in my journalism life, and I'm usually like very obnoxiously um, annoyed with like most interviews, especially people that, especially interviewers that have big personalities because they tend to overshadow the yeah. people they're interviewing, which is not the point. And it's just like it, she's definitely doing a lot and having a lot of emotions. But she asks some really hard questions and she presses him like pretty hard on yeah. stuff that's like pretty uncomfortable about Chloe, about uh, all of it. And it's just this like I th- I found the whole thing. What were some of your best? Like what were some of the highlights for you? I thought he was – I just found him to be so genuine. Do you have any specific questions that she asked that you thought were I really thought, good though? I like, thought her pressing on Chloe specifically about like what would you do if you could have her now? Like, would you, what is like, it? I wouldn't. He need, and when he said, like, we need to keep our distance. Like, He's and like, I, I wish her all the best. And just him talking about what a good person but she really what is. what a hard interview to come out the week of her birthday. I know. I didn't even think about that. I thought about that. I was like, I don't know if it's intentional on anyone's part, but like, you know that while she's out parading, look at my new good life yeah. to have Lamar on it's another a channel. Strong PR move too. It really paints him as like. He's like, I'm fine. I wish her well. I would not be back with her. We both do better alone without each other. Yeah. He dropped some huge bombs, though. Like, I will say the things that I did not know. I did not know that that friend of his who appeared on the show died of a flesh-eating virus. Well, caused by using heroin. By using heroin. I didn't know that. Um, I knew he died of drugs, but I didn't know that it was, like, that horrific. It wasn't an OD. It was, yeah. Oh, what a true nightmare. I did not know. I thought, but I don't know. Maybe you knew this. I didn't know that Chloe truly was the only one who knew for that long. I knew that, that he was just because drugs. of the way she behaved about it. So like that whenever the, after they got separated, just the way she spoke about it, it was very clear. I think I just always thought maybe it was like playing that way on the show yeah. um, for story, but that like, it seemed to be very true. But what about you? I mean, what, what stuck out to you? I think the the moment that I love the most of the interview is when Wendy was like, so Lamar, what do you think it is with those Kardashian women? Yes. Why do they keep dating men who have so many issues? 
great. And he was like, I don't know. It, she's like, why are the women so much? Why are they doing so well? He's like, because they're women. Yeah, I love And women that. are strong. Oh, and the audience it, lost it. I mean, I was like, <laughs> Lamar, I don't care what you did. You just won us all over. And I really was thinking about it. Um, and I was like, I, I was thinking about it in like a societal way. And I feel like it's so true that that is what we're watching happen every day. We're watching. You, you watch it on the Kardashians. You watch those men crumble around strong women and you are watching it with our government right now Mm -hmm. you're watching it every day with like men's right activists like the idea that women would dare to think of themselves as equals or possibly the boss of anyone much less a man it makes men crumble and they fight so hard against it to make sure that it's not happening oh my god And, and i think we're shifting our view of what strength is and like this idea that they have all these like huge, like these p- powerful men, these athletes, these rappers, these yeah. lawyers, and that's not what strength is. Yeah, what strength is is being able to use your emotions to figure out what you need to do next. Yeah, and that is like it to me like really shook a chord of being like that's what's going on right now. That is so symbolic of like what is going on with our world. Yeah, is we were watching. A new shift into what real strength. It's not brute strength. It is emotional strength. And that is why those women are amazing. And and that's why women in general are amazing. Absolutely. And it's like that thing where everybody was so like, oh, Kanye's so sweet for saying that. Because remember, it was like everyone should have Kim Kardashian in them. Like every woman should be able to be the kind of woman she is. And like whenever he fawns over her, everybody's like, oh, my God. But what he's saying is that, you know, like the ability of that woman to like build an empire to walk into rooms and to like have to be talked have her sex tape thrown in her face for her entire life have her sexuality thrown at her till she's dead yeah no matter what she does if she cures cancer it wouldn't even matter and it's like this feeling of like it's because these are the little scraps that we can like hold against women and you feel it right now that people it's like the the amount of men that are just frantic and not to like get too political but you even watch it with the president where he cannot take the negativity so he is not letting people even film the white house court no. like, so like he shut it he's won't he won't hear it and women have to hear it and not just women but they're like men like you know men who are embracing their femininity and like being able to confront their own their own issues and, and yeah fa- i don't know i just think it was like that I think to it's me important really I, like blue blew my hair back. he said it and you felt the same thing the audience everyone was like oh lamar i mean it was a strong i have never had like any true negative feelings about lamar other than him like i think impeding chloe's happiness for a long time but like it was a very strong showing certainly promising in terms of some hopeful sobriety and like the changes that we can all make in mm-hmm. our lives and wanting he talked a lot about wanting to have better relationships with his kids and like who knows what that's like on in his real life, but like it was certainly a um, a touching uh, interview. Yeah. I found it like just very, you know, you don't. There's a lot of people just sitting on couches, fucking flapping their traps yeah. and selling something. And I don't know his motivation. I mean, for he going did on. say he was interested. He would be open to another reality show, what a but nut. it would be about sobriety. <laughs> I mean, I hope he gets actually sober by then. I know he needs to not be on camera, but um, uh, it was incredible. Everybody should watch it. It um, was really great. Uh, and that, let's see. The only other news I really got to talk about yeah. is Kim. We didn't talk about it for the past two weeks, but Kim got a new Kim and Courtney. Oh, got yeah, you love this matching little fluffy dogs yes. for uh, Penelope and, and North. And then she had a poll on Twitter oh, yeah. of what was it peaches something I was not tracking this baby very well. Jesus 
for names, right? To name names. the puppies. Uh, and then she, the, the puppy got named Sushi. But I just have such a big issue. I don't think they should own any animals yeah. because they go into the witness protection program after about two years. <laughs> the animals do? You never hear from them again. I mean, that's like, that was the clearest with, remember, with like Paris cat, Hilton, you know? like She that, almost she, called the, the dog Mercy, like the dead cat. Oh, anyway, sorry, no. Paris Hilton liked no, Paris is the same thing where it would be this thing of like. But she'll keep her. No, she doesn't. She now doesn't, she does. Okay. But there was this long period of time where she would just have like some new dog on her arm. And it was always like. I just thought she had like 10 of them. And so now she does. And if you follow her Snapchat, I've told you this before. It's a true they horror show. The, the they, have their own, they have their own mansion. And it's and their eyes are all like on either side of their head. And it's horrifying. <laughs> they look like flounders. Yes, they're truly all like inbred monsters. And it's like it's like a horror show to watch. But I, just I love it. I feel like rich people can. They are not grounded enough to, no. to own any animals. It's like some person's full-time salary job is just but, like... But no, because they would stay around. I know. They all get shipped off to an that, island. That boxer is missing. That cat is dead. I know Norman's around, so he's fine. <laughs> Kylie can have a dog. Fine. She's the only one that gets a dog. I'm more worried because like Kim's house is so austere and white, and clearly Kanye is like very freakish about the furniture. So it's like... How is that going to work? That I, house is just like full of expensive you, art pieces. I guarantee you that Kanye does whatever North tells him to. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, uh, let's keep tabs on this dog because we it's, definitely I, don't want to. I'm telling you, if this, podcast, you think it's already gone? if this podcast is around in two years, that dog won't be. I think you're right. It's not going to be. Well, that was a lot of news, but I'm glad we got through it because, um, because yeah, that was a, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, let's see. What are we going to cover I now? Think we got, I mean, we... It feels like a good time if we want to open up some mailbag. Yeah. Um, which is a thing we've been certainly teasing for a long time. Um, and I feel like, yeah, let's let's spend a little time because we get some really hot topics, a lot of varying topics. Um, we got we get so many great emails uh, and people. I'm always gushing about this, but it's because it like truly warms my heart. Um, and you guys are so effusive and lovely and it just makes us really happy because this is such an indulgent, fun thing for us to do. So, yeah. uh, please don't ever stop. Um, and some of you write like more than once and check in with us and things That's and it's great. so fun. So, um, I mean, I which could, one do you, you should you I just them. do yeah. the Kanye? Yeah, you, you pull. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> this is wild. So already today, a man disparaged Kanye in front of me, and I yes. didn't like it. So this is, I'm just kicking things off. So this is, this is a hot, wild way to start and mailbag. can I just say that this is no, in no way reflects. No, 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 no. I think, re, re, no, let me just say. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I know sorry, you're, sorry, sorry. you're reading my mind, but it is in no way reflect <laughs> our thoughts or opinions <laughs> about anything we are just mere, we're just merely saying, hey, someone asked us, we're going to talk about it. Um, So this is. I will say this topic is something I have heard before. Yeah. Um, and I've heard it about a lot of right. uh, people. So it's titled The Kanye Rumors. Um, I will withhold the name Great. as requested. Um, hey, ladies. I like you. Love Kimye's love. They are hashtag goals. Did I do that right? However, <laughs> dash, I have heard through various people, a.k.a. gossip sites, that Kanye has a gay lover. This might not be news to you. I didn't really think much of it until my good friend, who couldn't give one shit, let alone two shits, about pop culture slash gossip, told me the following. A friend works high up at a very successful fashion empire, and his boss, head of said fashion empire, is Kanye's boyfriend. My friend has been in the room while his boss is FaceTiming Kanye. He says Kim knows, and it's just normal for them. 
He made my friend, quote, Bible this about 10 times, which I love. And while I still don't know what to think, think of anyone, I believe my friend is that person. I obviously think Kanye should love whatever gender he wants, not trying to question anyone's sexuality. The part that is most shocking to me is that there is a, quote, arrangement in their marriage. What do you think? Have you heard this? I love all three of you. And FYI, you're all my friends in my imagination, and you make my commutes enjoyable. Don't say your name. I didn't. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I was, like, being overly, because this is so delicate. Yes. I mean, look. So that's the email. Have you heard it? Before? I have heard that rumor I have heard before. It before. I think I think it's pervasive. I mean, and also like there was some hinting of that back in the Amber Rose uh, when she was digging at him, and there's like ass play stuff, and like I felt like that was the attempt to like, you know, I felt like she was hinting at that in a sense, and like it's certainly not the first time I've heard it, and like. I don't, I, tr- you know, there is a, to me, it's kind of like, there's no way to make heads or tails of it. Like, yeah. it's like, I sort of feel like, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, we've, the idea of arrangements and marital arrangements in Hollywood is certainly nothing new. Yes. I think that they don't strike me as a couple that could potentially have that arrangement, but I also feel like they are both living. I think this is how I feel. This is my, my headline. This is what I'll say in general. And I've thought this way about, like, many couples, whether it's, like, Brad and Angelina and they were together. Like, they don't live in our world. They don't abide by our rules. They don't abide by our laws. They don't abide by our relationship norms. Like, maybe they do, but their lives are so exceptional, are so truly outside the bounds of, I even truly think, our imagination in terms of, like, what is offered to them, yeah. the their day-to-day, what they know. And so to me, it's like, Sure. I don't know. I just feel kind of like that seems like it could definitely be a thing. Right. I have a friend, uh, a, uh, a British actress dating one of – she was dating one of the most famous British actors, like oh, money-wise, uh, someone that, like, Americans would know. Okay. Uh, that's how famous he is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, and while they were dating, he – like, they had been going together for a while, like, the better part of a year, and they were, you know, saying I love you, and then he was like, hey, look. When I'm away working, what if we just let whatever happens happen? Mm. And when I'm here with you, I'm with you and I love you. And then when I'm gone, you don't ask me questions. Interesting. And she was like, nope, bye. And they broke up. Oh, and good he, for her. And then I was like with her the night that they like broke up. And she was like, he wants to call me. Uh, and I think that like when you are very rich, you're just like, you'll do what I want because I'm asking you to. Yes. And I think that's a possibility. Sure. However, there is something else going on here because I've heard, I've heard the Kanye rumors. I've heard Chris Brown rumors. Sure. Eddie Murphy rumors. Uh, I think, and you hear them about a lot of men, but I think specifically with uh, famous black men, when you want to take them down, I a was peg, just gonna say, and it also feels is, like preying on on talented black men who are also maybe perceived as highly emotional, perceived as highly creative. I mean, you know, this sort of like it's this like thing you could tack on, like, well, that explains, you know, in this sort of narrow narrow view of a thing. Well, I think it is more than anything that and. and uh, I, I'm not the perfect person to speak to this, but I've heard like they're like, being gay in the black community is like, it's just not as accepted. And I think people use it as an insult more and that it's just a way to bring someone down a peg to do that. And yeah. that, and that like when people uh, like you, 
I don't, I know this is sort of a dated, but like the whole like idea of the down low that like mm-hmm. that men can have sex with other men and not be gay. That's like a, a pervasive thought in the community, or at one point was. Uh, yeah. I don't really know. I I'm not gay, a man or black, so I can't really speak to <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> um, uh, so. I don't know, but I think it's more of a way to kind of throw digs at someone in a way that if they fight back, they they look bad. Right, which is why I have always personally dismissed the Kanye rumor. And, but if they're true, I don't care. But that's why, like, I mean, obviously. If he's a bisexual man, I don't sure. care. Um, yeah. I would like to think that he and Kim are committed, but that's just because I have old-fashioned ideas. But that's what I mean is, like, I think in that way it's like, well, it makes me – I go, my instinct is like, oh, no. But, but only, it's like – Only because I cannot imagine exactly. wanting to share someone. But that's just my I, – I, I, so I've heard of it. I do think it's more of a thing that – that happens in uh, especially the rap community as like that yeah. is the ultimate way to emasculate someone exactly. else. Exactly. Um, but yeah, if you guys have thoughts on it, let us know. I, I thought that was, and I don't care. I mean, no, I mean, that's the whole point is that it's like, I think it's the reason I wanted to read it is cause a, yeah. it's, it's uh, some juicy Intel and we appreciate hearing it. And also just like, I, I think it's important to, uh, to open those thoughts up, you, you know, know, cause it's like my favorite gay rumor though. Oh, what is, is it? Eddie Murphy and Johnny Gill. Who's Johnny Gill? He's an R&B singer that would have been popular oh. when we were like in the nineties. Yes. That is not my favorite. I think it's only my favorite just because it was maybe one of the first and like, so uh, for a while I was so into closeted. <laughs> celebrities I mean, it's a it, it is a true rabbit hole and it's not fair of me to be into it because it's none no, of but my, i think everybody's interested in it it's none of my business but like when Kristen stewart finally came out did she come out yes okay yeah, yeah. oh yeah she did her big like snl like yes, i'm that's gay right. that's right uh, but when because i'd seen her with girlfriends for years just in los feliz she's a resident of los feliz and she likes the bar you rest it oh Oh yeah, well, well yeah, it's okay. Not We're not gonna get her in trouble. Uh, she lives. Yeah, she's I don't gonna, know why I got terrified that something bad would happen to her if I said she liked <laughs> oh, a bar. God, she's gonna get murdered. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if it happens, it's all on you. No, uh, sorry, I already, I already said it. Um, okay. So like when she came out, I was like, I knew it the whole time because <laughs> I remember like as like I, I, who cares if I have if I can tell if someone's gay or I not. Know. What a big oh congratulations, Marcy. <laughs> You're slightly you can pick up on anything. Uh, uh, but I, I I think for a while like I was so into it mostly just because I was like one just being like why are they not telling us but it is because we live in a society where if Kanye's gay it's a big fucking deal it is and if uh and if like another actor like if if Kristen Stewart was gay then she couldn't open up that movie right she couldn't open up Twilight yeah. so like it's like sort it still of still like, has like major reverberations on their career on their sales on like how they're perceived and it's like incredibly unfair I think our children's generation when they're our age they won't care who's playing what because it's acting because guess what um, Tom Hanks is not Forrest Gump. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's not Forrest Gump, and so it shouldn't matter if a gay person is playing a heterosexual yeah, person. Yeah, and, and it's I think so in, stupid. And it's just the confusion of like we have more access than ever to these people in yeah. this age, and it makes us think like everything because that we know everything. It is crazy to think that all the celebrities that are playing heterosexual or straight, when we just know what we know about theater kids. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's just not the case. It's not the case. Statistically, it can't be true. It cannot be true. If twenty five percent of the population is not straight, then right. like 
I'm telling you, more of them are going to be in Hollywood. We should go Where ask they're our... they're actually accepted, yeah. We our WeHo go, insider from who, earlier. Who was, it was like, I'm gay. We're like, okay. We, yes, okay. I um, do love it when people announce it over and over again. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Well, and mostly just because I'm like, oh, I don't... It's something I don't have to worry about or think about. That to be like, well, I'm straight, you know, as a straight woman, blah, blah, right, blah. Right, like, right, prefacing. So it is more... It's not like... It's not on... That guy for saying it over and over again. Maybe he just didn't want me to get the wrong idea about him. I mean, it's like when someone's like, "I have a girlfriend," <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, okay." Trust me, I wasn't trying to hit on you. <laughs> um, so that was a great email. Um, do you have one you want to read? Let's see. There is one about if we're on Kanye right yeah, now. Yeah, there were some good ones. God, I love Kanye. So I just want to say that I was listening to Yeezus before, and I was just Aww. like, "He's brilliant. I really love him. I love him." And then I love him. and then I went down a rabbit hole where I was like. It would be really hard to be friends, be friends with them now, I guess, with this podcast. Cause yeah. Surely, they, if they wanted to listen, I've it's said It's a bit of a hurdle. Oh, brother. But it's not impossible. Uh, okay. So, hi, ladies. I'm a fairly new listener. I got hooked after I heard the podcast on Bitch Sesh. I'm a Kardashians fan of... Uh, but sometimes I find myself looking forward to the podcast even more than the new episodes every week. That's very oh, that's nice. So nice. I've told every Kardashian fan in my life to listen to y'all. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Question topic that I'm curious to get your thoughts on. What do you think of the recent quote feud between Kanye and Jay Z? For reference, she sent links that I didn't look at. Do you think it has anything to do with the rumors that Kim and Beyonce never really liked each other? Do you think Kim is jealous that Beyonce is, was pregnant? As a diehard fan of both Kim and Bay, it hurts my heart to think that the two of them don't get along. I would think that there is a large portion of your lis- listeners who also deeply care about both Beyonce and Kim. Mm-hmm. Do you have any good gossip that you have heard about the relationship between those two power couples? I'd love for you to cover it on the podcast. Or if you don't have any scoop, let me know and I will continue to live in a fantasy <laughs> world in which Beyonce and Kim don't actually hate <laughs> each other. Thanks for bringing joy and laughter into my life. I just graduated from law school hey, at Georgetown. And I'm studying for the New York bar. Sometimes your podcast is the main source of laughter in my day. That's so awesome. Uh, that sounded more depressing than I intended it to be. <laughs> we Just get it. know that you are adored and appreciated. Thank you so much. Oh, that was a great email. Oh, what a great one. Um, so I I was actually just reading today, uh, <laughs> speaking of the Beyonce, uh, Kim aspect of right. this email, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Beyonce threw the ultimate shade at Kim by, I guess Kim had sent her a bunch of contour kits and clothing like ten thousand dollars worth of uh Ugh. kids clothing uh-huh. from kanye and kim's line right and, and some of uh kanye's clothes and that uh, and some of her contouring kit and that like a and something in like a, a fancy box that was worth like 50 grand or right. whatever uh there was like some kind of gold encrusted uh contour kit <laughs> and that beyonce basically gave donated everything to a children's hospital <gasps> Oh, that seems mean. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, Oof. but there definitely does. I mean, you are a huge Beyonce fan. It's true for listeners who don't know this. We've talked about it. Jess uh, had a cat named, I had a cat named Beyonce. I have a tattoo. And you named that cat how many years ago? No, here's what's funny. Here's the best part of that. I didn't name that oh. cat Beyonce. It was, that's how serendipitous it was. Her name, I got it from a rescue and her name was Beyonce. Oh, wow. And it was like a true moment of like, oh. 
Um, and she was wonderful. And uh, yeah, and then I really went down. I was not even a huge Beyonce fan at the time. And then my universe opened up, and now I'm. I, I feel like you're one of the biggest Beyonce fans I know. I I like to think so. When huge Beyonce news happens, uh, it's really joyful for me because I get a lot of texts <laughs> about it, and that's like about as much as you could ask for if you're like a freaky fan. <laughs> but like freaky fan, freaky fan lady. Um, but I am. I'm an enormous Beyonce fan. Um, and yeah, my sister and I have matching tattoos that are just the emojis. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, you like have the B, the B with the crown on top of it. Um, which is, I mean. Cool or not cool? Who's to say? But um, uh, yeah. So I've I've thought spent a lot of time thinking about this Kim and Beyonce thing because it's tracked for many many years, mm-hmm. um, l- way before the like Jay Z and the before this kind of recent thing of Jay Z and and Kanye. Maybe and what is a, that? Exactly? So basically, here's the thing: is that it's like it's hard to the links she linked to. Which I think that's what they are. Is that like right before on his tour, the last tour that he abruptly ended. He started kind of like in his ranting, he started ranting about Jay-Z at one point and was talking about how like we had this baby and you haven't even come visited and like kind of just like talking shit on Jay-Z. And I can't remember the specifics, but it was like, so to me, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like, well, we also know he then he checked himself then he was checked into like a mental, you know, like to me, it's just sort of like. I don't know how well we can trust like any of those rants. Yeah. Um. And I also think and in I would general hope that you would forgive someone. And like I, in general, I think we know better than to take Kanye's rants at face value. Yeah. I think that they can be truly impulsive and based off of like my guess is like some text exchange that happened that day, and then he goes out and he's just like a true. But do you think that maybe they have distanced them- themselves a little bit? I think that they're. How could they not? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, look, one of my favorite lines is in the uh, Flawless re- remix of um, with Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and her, like, amazing where she, like, references the elevator incident. And she's like, of course, some shit goes down where there's a billion dollars on the elevator, which is, I think, one of, like, the very best lines ever. Um, and then cackles and laughs while, like, a cash register sound plays. <laughs> <And> it's so, <laughs> like, a boss bitch crazy. But um, how could – think about those four people. It's like the idea of like just their schedules and their lives and their creative work and their intermixed projects and their brands. It's like I I mean, do you think they've chosen to distance themselves? Because I don't I I could see that Beyonce would not be that fond of Kim. I've always wondered this Beyonce doesn't strike me as maybe the sweetest person in the whole wide world. I think do you think she is? I think that they are on such opposing ends of the celebrity spectrum while being in a very similar like realm, if that makes any sense. Like, but I'm breaking, I'm trying to make you break it down. Well, how so? Do you think that Beyonce is a sweetheart to be around or do you think she's like a very like, I this think, is how I do things and I like it my way. I think more that. Yeah. I think that if you uh, matter to Beyonce, I imagine that you, that it's like unbelievable. And I think she's probably a kind person. I also think that like she is a literal empire and and like the more docs and backstage stuff you watch, like who knows, but she certainly likes to present herself in those as like kind of a gnarly hard ass who's like I'll just never forget how she's treated some of the Beyonce from some of the Destiny's child crew in the past. <laughs> she's all the, I mean I, I think I love, you don't but get I like that. I don't think you her. get to the top by being super and nice. I think that Kim is not. I think I, agree. I think Kim is maybe more sweet and like 
maybe. Yeah, I think that. I also think Kim's is tethered. Here's the thing is that, like, I was just talking about this. I was talking about this because I was thinking about that crazy Katy Perry live stream that I was obsessed with and her, <laughs> yeah. like, 72 hours of, like, nonstop, her like, DCM. Big Brother. Yeah, her DCM. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about how it was endless. It was her babbling and babbling on camera and, like, having a million stunt celebrity things. And, like, and I was thinking how insane to be that successful and at that peak of fame but that you are so dependent on, like, dialogue and engagement and interviews and perception and, like, talking about Taylor Swift and talking about this and and, like – the the realm that Beyonce lives in where she literally does not do interviews, she literally yeah. has no communication really with fans, that she is absolutely just like a walled off piece of art that yeah. like puts out what she wants to put out completely on her own terms. Like it is unbelievable to think about like how that sits at odds with like Kim particularly, yeah, so you know? It, it, they probably aren't friends as well. I imagine I think that they're, they're not. not. And, I, I, and I bet it is a bit of like that they – maybe believe that Kim and Kanye are not on their level. I would kind of guess. And yeah. like I don't I don't I got a I got a bad I got bad news though. Well, they are. I, I mean that's what I'm telling you is that I think they're on polar ends of like the same tier in a certain sense. Yeah. Like or at least a very similar tier. I mean their husbands also, have literally collaborated together. I think that both of them are trying to hold their families together. Yes. I think that they And it's and it's probably I think marriage is hard for anyone. But I think when you have that much fame, celebrity, and people wanting what you what you yes. have, it's probably even harder. So I could imagine that they would I, separate that. I also think that when you look at Beyonce, she is ab- almost obnoxiously um, reticent to associate with really anything other than like very careful brands, very careful celebrity. Like yeah. how long it took for her – and not that I expected it. I just thought it – like for her to decide to endorse Hillary and appear with her and like – make any kind of like overt political appearance and like in general that's sort of her vibe is just like she is like not one of these people that's like slapping her face and her name on really anything and like I do think if you probably look at it in the like Beyonce Parkwood Entertainment world the Kardashians are dicey yeah I think it's a dicey brand to associate yourself with even though because so many people don't like that's what I mean is that it's like they are they are so divisive, and Beyonce is not necessarily really divisive. She is a she is arguably the biggest pop star in the world. She is the real like Madonna, yeah. uh, not not Madonna like, but like the like she is untouchable, and that she is, and you that know, the amount like of a religious figure exactly. And like when you have like clawed your way to that, and you have been performing and like hustling and dancing and singing since you were like literally nine. Yeah, I guess I you think, don't want to go to dinner. I at think Craig. <laughs> I think you're just like, I don't know that I need to be photographed with Kylie. You know, like, I think you probably are like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that in a, even I, if you I'm, want that to. That bums me out a little bit. I just, agree. Just because, like, I, for better or for worse, Kim, Kanye, Kylie, they're all living their life. Yeah. They're all having their relationships, whether they be gay or not. Yeah. Um, and then for Beyonce, it's like, I wonder how how much, I'm sure she has a full life, but... No, I think it's. I think it's. But I bet it is a little isolating I think to be that famous. I think about it all the time. The idea of like, I the more you know about fame and the more you understand it, I think it's like incredibly isolating. And like, I be, I cannot imagine being essential. I think about it all the time, yeah. particularly with both of them, that like they have evolved by default of their fame to literal like empires. They're like corporations yeah. more than they are people. And I think they're obviously also people and they eat food and they sleep in beds and they have kids. And, and it's like, I think when it comes oof. to Jay-Z and Kanye, that, that probably Kanye 
It's just like, I think you're a talented, man, but you are a real, you are, you're a landmine. Also, like, and Kanye would open a vein for anyone he respects. And I really do believe that, like, he probably feels so much because he really respects them. I agree. That he would, I he, bet he would jump in front of a bullet for them. I mean, he literally got up on stage and screamed about Beyonce not getting that award. Like, I he, mean, that was a rough time right after his mother had died, and I've. We all should forgive him. I mean, he and like, Taylor should thank him. But can you imagine? Like, I will speak to like in the real world when wives don't get along, when husbands don't get along in two couples. Like yep. that shit is really real and really gnarly. And like, if there is a world where like, I, you know, I have a friend that I, yeah that that I feel that way that I'm like I love you and I don't love your partner and like what are you gonna do? Um, it's, we all have that though. Like, it, I know that I have like, gosh, whenever you don't like someone's significant other. Even just like kind of like God, people that aren't like that close to me, and I think about it, I'm like just I'm just like waiting. Like it's just really hard. And, and then like, as soon as they break up, you can tell them all the stuff you hated about that person. And I imagine like I've told people to break up before because I'm a real nightmare. I think you're an honest person. I just you like, love very look, hard. This isn't gonna work out. Can't you see this thing? Uh, but like I, so who knows? And also, I'm sure there's people who are listening who've tracked like Beyonce and and Kim more than I have. I've it's certainly something I'm fascinated by, and I have seen them. Uh, I've seen them together. I've seen them certainly like it's not like a thing that hasn't existed. But I think there is a real chance that like Beyonce does not want to taint her brand with Kardashians, and that does not sit well with the number one yeah. super fan of Kim Kardashian, and that that then reverberates back to her, to Beyonce's husband, and, like, who knows? I do knows? love that even though there is clearly some kind of divide between them, that Kim never hesitates to play Lemonade while she's working out. Oh, I mean, who can't be a fan? I mean, that's what's so crazy. Can you imagine? Like, I love that Kim is such an alpha in her family, and then she betas all of her famous friends. Know, it's so true. <laughs> like, if you look back to Paris and, like, Lindsay Lohan. And, it's like, so true. <laughs> I love that she's like, I am the person. You should all be thanking me. And then with everyone else, uh, she's like, oh, my God. I'm such a fan. <laughs> yeah, that's really so cute. Uh, um, well, that feels like sort of we got through some mail, but I wish there was more time. But um, there never There enough. never is. But um, oh, I want to say this made me think of uh, did did you read that T.J. Miller? Oh interview? God, I've been talking about this for days. So T.J. Miller is on Silicon Valley. It was it was well, yeah. and he left and had an interview where he basically trashed everyone. It's a it's a it's a d- delightful nightmare to read. Go read it. But Do he, yourself a he treat. does talk poorly about a good friend of his. Yeah. Thomas Middleditch, yeah. who's the star of Silicon Valley. And they have. The UCB guy. They have known each other for a long time. I mean. And I just thought about that. Like, and he also talks about in that interview how, like, fame and money is ruining his life, you know? Yeah. And it's pretty fascinating. So. It, it's just so interesting to me to be like, to like, when you are a real person and then you talk shit in the press about your real <sighs> friends. It's. Wild. Or maybe your and ex I think, friends, and that's what I mean. Is like, I the last thing I'll say on it is like, th- I think there's a real world where like we know Kanye was out of his mind on that tour, yeah. and like maybe there was like some sad exchange. Maybe Kim wanted wanted thought that Beyonce and Jay were going to come meet the baby, and then they canceled, and she was sad about it. And then Kanye walked on stage, and like I think that's how his brain works. And yeah. then he doesn't care, and he'll talk into a microphone and be like, "Fuck you, Jay," and like he doesn't care. He's not. He doesn't. He's unfiltered in that way that we love him so much for, but then, like, all his publicists are freaking out. That's all rap is. Yeah. And it's, like, also, it's real. And I Mostly, usually, they would just do a diss album on it, but, like, 
Um, I just I do love the idea of a world where it's all about like loving their wives. <laughs> that's I, like that is that is a very mature <laughs> rap. That's beef. my take is that it's all about wife love. Um, uh, okay, all uh, right, I'll, well, guys, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please rate and review. And if you review us on iTunes, we will read it on air on the show. Oh, sometimes we do. Um, <laughs> check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to Kardashian It. Um, we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.